Hey, everybody. Welcome to The Weekday here. I'm Andy. Hey, I'm Mike. That was Mike's cool guy <laughs> voice. Listen, we are. We were just debating which episode this actually is, and this is episode 10 of The Weekday. We're. I'm going to be completely honest with you, whoever's watching, whoever's listening right now. We are a little tired. Uh, it's been a long day. Oh, yeah. It's been a very long day. But, but, but before that, it was a long evening last night. Mike, can yeah. you tell us why it was a long evening last night? Well, you know, just... Uh, Putting kids to bed. I put the kids to bed, you know, got to uh, bust out my, you know, romantic novel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a Danielle Steele for you. Yeah, it's just a really great, very moving. Okay, but seriously, get um, to the good yeah. part. Oh, and then the Lightning won the Stanley Cup last night. The Tampa Bay Lightning yes. won... The Stanley Cup, if we could have the foghorn thing. Yeah. I'll add it in post yeah, later. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. It's going to be a party on this podcast. Yes. yes, the Tampa Bay Lightning defeated the Dallas Stars in six games. Yeah. Uh, it was amazing to watch. We were awesome. literally talking about it this morning. This is not a sports podcast, so if you are... Uh, that's a shout-out to Austin Spencer figuring it out. Another amazing Bay not Hope sports TV... Podcast. Yeah, not a sports podcast. <laughs> Bay Hope-branded uh, podcast. But... Uh, we were talking about it last this morning, and it was some of the best hockey we've ever seen in our entire yeah. lives. Like the the way the Lightning were playing, the way they were flying around on the ice. Both Mike and I grew up playing hockey. We played hockey for a lot of years. Our parents invested a lot of time. Our sister invested yeah. a lot of time <laughs> at a hockey rink, and so we 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 feel like we know the game pretty well. That's some of the best hockey I've ever <clears throat> ever witnessed. Well, it's just it's really cool. I told my son this morning, <clears throat> excuse me, um, and I. I, I, he obviously didn't stay up until 11.30 or whatever to watch the end of it. Mine did. Or 11. Well, yeah, you have your he's a My teenager. 16-year-old Yeah, yeah the 10-year-old <laughs> was older, yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I just told him, I was like, Ooh, man, he's hot. Some, people, some people go their entire life without seeing yes. their team win. Yes. And I was like, this is, this is really special, yeah. man. And, you know, he's, for as much as a six-year-old can, you know, comprehend that, like, he was very excited and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like incredible stuff. I mean, and really, like we we've been following the Lightning for a really long time. You and I actually, when they won the Stanley Cup back in 2004, got to go to the parade, which is awesome that they did downtown in downtown Tampa and see you know the Stanley Cup pass by and um, just a really cool thing to be brought back to yeah. to Tampa Bay. And what's what's funny too, as uh, and I just think about this now, but in 2004, when the Lightning won. They won it in a really weird year. A strike shortened season. Yeah, because yeah. then they went into a strike. No, it wasn't. The whole season was canceled. Yeah. It wasn't even strike shortened. Was the it whole, after? Yeah. It was the, the, year, year, after. the year after. So oh, man. they were technically Stanley Cup champions for two straight years. <laughs> Go Lightning. Two Cups in three years yeah, or something yeah, like exactly. that. Yeah, exactly. So, um, but yeah, and winning it the way that they did in the bubble and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's just, it was a weird thing to see. It's just another thing that COVID is yeah. not necessarily ruining, but, you know, it's just, is. It, it reminds you again and again and again that things are so different. But to see them skate around the ice with, with the cup in their hands and, like, nobody around, <laughs> it's just so I weird. mean, everyone was, like, happy. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, there was there was no but, energy. But well, then was to no... see them FaceTiming yeah. their families and everything yeah. with the cup and, like, oh, look at me. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, but I mean, yeah, it was, it was incredible. So, um, you know, if you're, if you're a fan of the bolts, go ahead and leave us in the comment, just one of those lightning bolt emojis. Yeah. Um, so we know that you're there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And if you're a fan of the stars, sorry. Yeah. Uh, I, I got one of those comments maybe, on my Instagram from somebody that, uh, is a good friend of ours in Atlanta and they were actually in Dallas last night 
watching the game oh. with a bunch of Stars fans. Sorry. And yeah, and they were wearing Stars jerseys and stuff. So yeah, sorry, Dan. I know I actually know you're watching this. So <laughs> sorry, Dan. But hey, uh, speaking of COVID, kind of ruining things and not really ruining things, um, disrupting things. Yeah, who? It's good. I like that. That's a yeah. hot button term. Hot. I don't know if you knew this, but here at Bay Hope Church, we didn't meet in person for something like six months. Close to. Uh, Right, was, at six, yeah, right, like at, right at six months. I think almost to the day, because yeah. it was March 13th Yeah, is the last Sunday, or the first Sunday we didn't meet. Oh, I don't, I can't, no, because I think it was March 7th we did in the, so March 14th maybe was like okay. the first, okay. yeah, yeah. 15th so or 14th March 7th or to September 13th. Yeah, basically. Uh, we did not have any physical services on this campus, and we're at the, we are at the Lakeshore main broadcast campus of Bay Hope Church, and it was a weird six months. Um, and we've talked about that on this podcast before. Yeah. Uh, we've kind of hashed kind of <laughs> through some of the things that we saw happening, the good things. But uh, we wanted to talk today a little bit about the actual regathering, the process that actually had to go into it. Because uh, little known fact, it's not actually just like you can open the doors and just say, hey, everybody, right. come on back in. Like there are so many meetings and so many things that have to go into it up front. And then, you know, you got to make sure we're playing by CDC rules and at the same time, we're, we got to make sure that we're not harming anybody and not putting anybody in harm's way and not yeah. all those things. And so there's a lot of stuff that, le- that leads up to that day. And now that we're kind of open, we're starting to get a little, I feel we're, two, what, two weeks in, three weeks in now. Yeah. And I feel like we're back into the swing of things a little bit. Yeah. Um, but Mike, I got, let me guess, I mean, I, we were talking about this earlier and I, I wanted to save it for this, but how, first of all, how has it been having people back in the building worshiping with you yeah. physically? Right. How's that been? I, I mean, it does. It feels great. Um, How's this Tony the Tiger impression? <laughs> great. Do we have to pay for copyright stuff now? Shh, no, now we do. Okay. Um, it's th- if you do three times on a podcast, you got to pay. <laughs> That's how it is. Yeah. No, I, yes, it, it was, obviously, it's having people in a room is much better it's much better to play music in front of other people and with other people than to not do that. And especially when like, you know, you and I both know that that's what we've been, if we play music, it's most of the time in front of and with other people. So uh, yeah, like obviously it feels way more natural and normal to do that. Um, A little weird looking out and just seeing masks. Sure. Um, And little, I'm sure it's very strange for the people in the seats mm-hmm. you know having to wear masks and sing into your mask and all that kind of stuff and like i know it's really hard you know it's uh, it becomes this really strange i mean it's a physical barrier it's like you know it's this tiny little bit of cloth or whatever but it it does feel like there is some sort of barrier there and you know it's just something i think it's just because it's new for everybody it's a new thing it's a different thing um yeah i mean it's it but it, but it is great to physically see people yeah and so from your side what has the reception from worship team been kind of tech team how how's everyone kind of pulled together around this how have they felt about it you know i it's super interesting may and maybe it's just me um i don't know how much it's changed i don't know how much like i do think yes some some things have changed and and i think that we're going to talk about that here in a minute between like online and physical and all that kind of stuff don't look ahead (laughs) Um, but I, 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 among the team, I mean, what's so cool about the worship team here is that when we had to make the change to only go online, we didn't really have to say anything about it. Yeah. And like, I didn't have to 
like really implore them. It's like, guys, you know, we have to really like connect with the people on the screen. And I know it's, you know, maybe, maybe we've mentioned a little bit about it, about how it's like kind of weird. Or yeah, whatever. there were like uh, standard operating procedures. We need to start going like, hey, make right. sure you look at this camera yeah. and make sure that stuff happens. But like, I never, we never had to like fully address what's happening just because right. like everyone understood innately that we were still trying to connect other people to Jesus, right. even if it was through a camera lens. Um, and so, you know, and then, which I feel like is the harder thing to do. So then when people show up, it's, it's like, oh, cool. Like I can just, mm -hmm. we can, we can just keep on doing what we were doing, um, to a certain extent, you know, obviously I think that if we were to really dive, yeah, like things are different with people in the room and all that kind of stuff. But, um, it was definitely better. It's definitely a better thing to have people in the room. Yeah. yeah. Um, the, uh, have you heard any feedback from people that have, have actually been in the room at, in that instance outside of your wife and you know sort of yeah. people like just everyday Bay Hope congregant have you heard anything back you know I, I think it's interesting no uh, because you know it, like church like it's almost it almost feels like us regathering is like half of the puzzle hmm. and because like you know really the thing that pe people really like and look forward to, you know, hanging out with other people in the lobby, yeah. seeing the people, coffee, yeah, the kids, stuff. you know, and we're not allowed to do that stuff yet. Yeah. Uh, just because of COVID regulations and all that kind of stuff, trying to be safe. So I think we're like, it's like 50% of what it should be right now. Um, and so, and even like just the interaction between, I mean, yeah, like I've heard from people like, Oh, it's wonderful to be back for the most part, you know? Um, but nothing like, you know, uh, crazy inflammatory against it mm. or you know super outrageously enthusiastic for it uh just kind of you know exactly what you'd expect yeah so great we physically regather we've the again i feel like we do this a lot we pull back the curtain a little bit on the church world yeah um if you didn't know you didn't if, if you didn't know what happened behind the scenes then you never would know right but we've only really seen maybe 20 to 30 percent of our people come back I, I don't actually know the I, I exact number. Oh, I thought I thought it was closer to like fifty percent. Is it really? Yeah, in the so. room at the time at each time. I think so. Yeah. Okay, that's good then. Yeah. I didn't I didn't know that part. But let that, okay, let's say even fifty percent. We still have close to three thousand, maybe thirty five hundred people online, yeah. worshiping with us every single week. So, how have you, as the director of worship here, yeah, how have you? Managed that because that's a tension that right. we need to manage now because we still have half of our congregation online and right. half of our congregation in person. So what yeah. what have you been doing to kind of uh, work with that? Yeah, well, I do think I mean like we're trying to shorten services. Mm -hmm. um, so like I think that's that, like yeah, that's partially because like you know we want to get in and change you know the rows that people can sit in and mm -hmm. clean and all that kind of stuff you know in the high high touched areas or whatever. But like I also do think it is. Uh, it's a response to the thousands of people all over the world that are showing up for Sunday morning worship services. Uh, and even throughout the week, you know, the on-demand stuff after the Sunday happens. And so you you do have to factor that in when you're planning stuff, when you're thinking about stuff, when you speak, you know, like how much am I going to look at the camera hmm. and actually speak directly to the people online? How much am I going to speak to the people in the room? Um, you know, like it, it starts to bring up a lot of those questions of, um, you know, like are the people in the room right now, like they get an in-person experience, but like, even in what you just said, they might be like 10% of the amount of people that are online. Yeah. And that's like, that is mind boggling mm -hmm. and mind blowing because that's not, that is not a thought I had ever thought until as not a thought I could. Yeah. I had ever thought until, you know, now, like six months ago, that 
thought would have never crossed my mind. Right. Everything that we were developing was for the people in person. Mm -hmm. uh, and then online was just was it was almost like they were able to peer in through a window at it. Right. And, and now because of COVID and everything and because we've realized that like there is this shift that's happening digitally, um, you know, like we are really trying to live into the both and world. And, you know, a lot of people are coining it the digital, physical and digital. Um, but like understanding that thousands of people are watching online. Right. And only hundreds of people are in the room. Right. And um, and so what I what I do think the past six months has done is sort of accelerated this change that we were going to come we were going to come to that conclusion anyway mm -hmm. within the next probably year and a half, two years, mm -hmm. three years, whatever. But over the past six months, it's really accelerated that uh, mindset mm -hmm. in th those thoughts. So um, it's super interesting. You know, I do think obviously in person you get a different experience. Like we're never going to be able to have um, the online experience be what the in-person experience is. Um, and then vice versa, you know, like the people in the room, like it's just, they're two different ways of interacting with something. Right. Uh, and yes, there's ways that how we can create different things to make sure that both online and in person have like great experiences. Mm -hmm. But like, again, you shop, you shop at a store online it's a different experience than me going through home. You know, I, I shop Home Depot online, but then I walk through Home Depot and it's a different experience. Right. I might end up with the same thing, um, but the experience of me getting there is the is is very different. Right. And so, uh, but they're both Home Depot. Right. And so, um, how do we make both of those experience um, not just acceptable but exceptional on both on both ends? Well, and and I don't think we need to. So the the myth, and Mike kind of said it earlier uh, when he said, you know, we were trying to, online was technically kind of looking through a window into what was happening physically yeah. in the room. Right. And then COVID happened and everything and I had to make a switch. And he, Mike's absolutely right. Like we were, we were having those conversations of how do we transition? How do we make, uh, yeah. how do I we mean, make it's, it? It's the reason you came on exactly. staff was, exactly. to, was to help um, accelerate that discussion. Because before you came on staff last, last March of 2019 or May, April. 2019 May June May June, yeah. yeah um we the reason that like you were brought on staff was because we were already having those discussions right. and it's like for someone to push this ball forward or for for this church we need someone in this position because we started to under and started to really take metrics like oh no like there's so many people online and mm -hmm. we had never like I honestly I don't th I don't it wasn't until probably the summer of 2018 that we had never actually counted people online. Really? Uh-huh. Yeah. And I remember Zach put out a question for me, like, how many people are watching with you? Um, and then it started coming back, like, five people, four people, six people, two people. And, like, the majority of people were watching with more than just one person. Right. It's like, oh, no. What? <laughs> what are we doing? Yeah. I'm like, which is a wonderful problem to have. Sure. But then it's just, like, it is, it's this, like, heavy dose of reality of, like, Oh my gosh, like we're so much more of an online church than we thought we were, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And we'd been pushing online church for 10 years to, or online services, I guess, for 10 years. Um, but to make this shift into like both a digital and physical church, um, you know, it's just been really accelerated over the past six months. Yeah. And, and the, the, I think the point of all of that, that we both take from it and that the rest of our staff has really <laughs> taken from it is that we don't need to make our physical be exactly the same as our online yeah like they're, they're mike's right they're never going to be the same right and that's just the that's live in a physical space versus a bunch of ones and zeros which yeah. is what digital world is however 
it doesn't mean that we can't do the best that we can yeah. to make them do that. So I guess the even at the same time at the same time. Know? Yes. Yeah. And so I guess the question is for you, uh, Mr. Creative, how in the music world, how are you seeing that translate in just what we're doing from the platform here? Yeah. Like what what is just like give me two practical steps that you guys are doing something that everybody watching and everybody listening would would have seen over the last couple of yeah. weeks or months, really. Right. I, and I can name one off the bat if Which you want me to what? go. It's you looking at the camera and saying, good morning. Yeah. Like that, for me, because uh, so, again, behind the curtain, we're in a studio right now. Go figure. Uh, there's lights and there's cameras and, you know, there's microphones and stuff. But behind this camera, there's an entire station of broadcast equipment. There's mm -hmm. TVs and switchers and audio. And then there's an entire room where all the audio gets mixed that happens out, right. in, the, out in the main room and all these other things. It's so cool. This room is so versatile. But I sit at that switching station. And so technically, I'm nowhere even close to the room. I'm nowhere even close to what's happening on a Sunday morning. And so I'm connecting just like the rest of you are. I'm yeah. connecting through a screen, right. usually through, I've got probably eight windows open, eight <laughs> different videos going at the same time. No kit, no lie. It looks like Tom Cruise in Minority Report. Yeah, just I'm just like drawing in the air and like I'm alt-tabbing and making sure and, you know, talking and praying and doing, it's great. But I'm seeing all of this just like that. And so I have the same thing that you have. I have that same thing of, I feel that disconnection when people, it feels like people are talking around me. Does yeah. that make sense? Mm -hmm. uh, and so a lot of, Churches are really good at talking around the online area, right. just doing what they're doing, talking to the people in the room and not worrying about right. it. Mike, and particularly his team, he's been coaching his team to actually look at the camera. And even if you're not focused on that camera 1,000% of the time, making sure you're drawing the life out of that, that you are talking to that camera as if it were a person. Yeah. Because it is. Because right. there's people on the other side of that, acknowledging that there's people there and then continuing on with the rest of the room. Right. That is a brilliant practical step that you guys have been putting. I, I appreciate that. Sure. It makes it a, a whole lot easier for everybody in the online world to actually connect with you guys and connect with the music and connect, even if they're not standing and singing, yeah. they're letting that music be in them because you spoke to them. Right. So there you go. Yeah, I mean, I think one of the things that we've been doing too, um, well, thank you for that too. Um, you want me to pat you on the back? No, I'm okay. good. No. Uh, your words were enough. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Heard that before. Yeah. Um, I... I think we've, we've been shortening sets mm -hmm. for a reason, mm -hmm. you know, like, uh, I, I, you know, I, I said before to you, like it, it's, a, there's an attention span thing that happens. I think that when you get people in the room, um, you know, you have them there for an hour or whatever. Mm -hmm. Uh, and now granted, we don't know, we, we don't have a, uh, we don't have hard data on how much they are actually participating into the service, how much they're engaging, how much they're actually tied in when they're sitting in the room. I was going to say, I have it online. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah. So like when we made the shift to uh, only digital online, like we, we finally have hard data mm -hmm. on how much people are engaging, how long people are watching. And, you know, like I personally think that none of us, like w if we're going to sit um, and watch something, it can't be longer than like 20 minutes. Average watch time for us was 19 minutes. Yeah. And so, which I didn't even know that was like a, that's just my gut feeling, but yeah. uh, I, I I really do think that the half hour TV show nailed this mm -hmm. a long time ago. Mm -hmm. um, you know, back in the fifties and sixties and stuff. Like, there's something about, and you know, half hour TV show is really only twenty two minutes of right. content. So, right. like, there's something about that eighteen to twenty two minutes that um, really can get people. And so, um, you know, I think 
our attention spans are actually lessening. And like, I don't think that that's a shock to anybody. Mm. And even my attention span, I feel like is... I stopped listening to you like 30, <laughs> 30 seconds ago. <laughs> hey guys, welcome to the weekday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but like I, I, you know, when we're pushing these things to people in their home, whether they're watching at home or, you know, on their phone or whatever, I mean, they are literally one click away from Facebook and Instagram, like the most addictive, mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, attention getting things humans have ever created. Yep. And so, you know, like what, what do we do about that? And so, you know, for just, that's a really long way for me to explain that. Like we've basically cut our sets probably by one song. That's great. Um, and you know, it's just, it's, it's hard it's just, it, it's easy and into what we've been finding too with like a lot of like we did a lot of shorter music videos mm-hmm. and we saw the engagement just like go through yep. the roof yep. um because they're like shorter and oh that one weekend um when we were you know we had to be quarantined because there was you know somebody on staff with covid and all that kind of stuff um i remember that yeah yeah i was the only one here in the building yeah actually. again <laughs> and so we just we did like a clip show of like some of the music videos we created yeah and i got so many stupid texts uh, i was like man worship was so good this morning uh and it's like first of all these videos have been out for months uh where you been secondly it kind of hurts like <laughs> <laughs> i mean thank you but like that kind of hurts pride goes before the fall Mike. but like i do think that there's there's something to like this like they're at home and so they're just going to watch it like and how they're engaging is actually by giving their intention to it right. and letting it hit them right um being um humble enough to say or you know for us as content creators basically at that moment to be humble enough to be like the the best that we can get from you is that you would actually watch this um and so like really you know trying to leverage that as much as possible yeah i agree uh we have so 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 much more on this topic and it's going to be really interesting over the next couple of weeks we're only three weeks into this reopening experiment um numbers and cases in the state of florida have been kind of low um they've leveled out yeah and in a weird way um i I mean what's cool about the i just read an article about how like you know everyone's really worried about kids going back to school yeah i was too Mm -hmm. um but because they're at school in mass all day like cases like are actually like my son in the over a month he's been at his school like they've had one case yeah and like that's that's great yeah high school's been a little different for our kids yeah um but they're older well and grace she She's our 14-year-old. She actually had a case that was... So they do like a seating pattern now for everybody mm-hmm. in the class. And in her English class, it was two rows over. Somebody got COVID. And so the of uh, the box around that person, basically yeah, it it's a six-foot box. Yeah. So all nine people around that had to be quarantined. She was the 10th person. <laughs> so she would have had to have been quarantined too. But so far, so good there. Yeah. Um, but we're the into this... we live in. Yeah, yeah, I know. And at the, we're like, I'm constantly pulling up the trackers on yeah. the internet, mm-hmm. looking at them and all this. So that's just kind of where we're at. And as a church, we're doing the same thing. We want to make sure that everybody here, everybody on our West Chase campus, everybody hopefully when the harbor reopens is safe. And until then, or not even in place then, but we also want to provide excellence in our online services. And so we are so thankful for all of you, Bay Hopers, uh, for being part of this. And if you don't go to Bay Hope, check us out, bayhope.tv. Uh, we would love to have you as part of our Absolutely. community here. Yeah. Uh, and honestly, we want to hear from you guys uh, in this, in terms of all of this. We want to hear what scares you about physical regathering. And we want to hear what we can do to kind of help you, but also the things that you've liked if you have been back on campus with us. We really, really want to hear about that. We're going to wrap up right now. Uh, it's been so great getting to spend time with you. We love you. And we are so honored that we get to do this here with you each and every week. Yeah. Talk to you soon. See you later.
Hey, thanks for tuning in to Bay Hope TV. Be sure to like and share these videos with your friends as it really does help this channel out. And be sure to subscribe for more Bay Hope TV content. As always, thanks for watching.